Bags down, spikes on, welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitsman. I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by The Harrier. And today we have a lot of news to talk with, um, but unfortunately I uh, want to lead off the show with some upsetting news that we've had um, coming out of the track and field world. Uh, er- happened earlier on uh, this past week. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with what I'm speaking about, um, one American sprinter, Cameron Burrell, son of Leroy Burrell uh, and Michelle uh, Burrell, who is the current Leroy, the current head coach of Houston, uh, University of Houston, and then uh, Michelle, who was a, a former, or I guess Olympic gold medalist um, a few years back. Um, their son, Cameron Burrell, who's a sprinter at Houston, um, unfortunately passed away earlier on in the week. Um, reports came out and appears that it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound um, that he was found in, in Houston in, uh, in his car. And uh, this is very, um, very upsetting. Uh, it's something that I was shocked at, something that it's never easy to see. And it's, it's just interesting because the, the issue that we have in our, just our sport and I guess in society as a whole of, of mental health and, and that there are people that need help and should be getting it, but aren't able to and see that this is the um, you know the the way out and it's there's so many resources that it's um you know he has so many friends family members former teammates uh, if you if you were on social media at all within the the track universe you saw so many um you know so, so much support um for his family and and friends and teammates during this time uh, he was 26 years old uh, you saw some of the biggest outcries came from. Uh, his former teammate Elijah Hall, who was extremely broken up, uh, they ran against each other in high school. Uh, Elijah then came to uh, Houston to run with him at college, and then now uh, they were running, I believe, you know, post collegiately as as they were in the professional ranks, and and to he he was just very you know very much affected as you know anyone with you know a friend that happens like this would be. Um, Cameron Burrell, he was the national champion in, in 2018 in the NCAAs, as well as being a part of the 4 by one that won the national championship in 2017 and 2018. And it's it's just another very, very sad you know moment that we have. Um, wishing all, all of my thoughts, prayers um, to the, the Burrell family, friends and family members, um, former teammates of, of him. Uh, hope that you find... Um, the, the bright sides in, in life. Cause I mean, I, I've been affected as well with people that have been very close to me that have, have left the earth too soon and, and know how much that can affect you going, you know, the, with the rest of your life. And so hopefully, um, take the positives of your, take the moments, uh, the, the times you were together, the positive moments of that and, and channel that throughout the rest of your existence and, and, you know, live your life as, um, you know, all the remembering the positives of, you know, your time with, with Cameron, cause this is never, never an easy thing. So, um, thoughts and prayers are going to the Burrell family, friends, and, and former teammates. Uh, now want to get into the, 
uh, a lot of stuff <laughs> that's happening in the track and field world. So right now, there's not a ton of track meets that have happened over the past few days. Uh, it's the first day after the Olympics, so a lot of athletes are starting to um, gear up for the remainder of the season, really the second half of the season, uh, which it's pretty much the Olympics broke it up directly in the middle. And uh, we have our very first major championship happening this week. It's the Prefontaine Classic uh, Diamond League race. And this is going to be uh, an extremely, extremely good race. So um, if you're a fan of the 100 meters, you're going to want to see this race. Because this is, in my opinion, going to be even better than the races that we saw at the Olympics. So to go over the names that we have, uh, on the men's side, we have Ronnie Baker, Trayvon Brumell, DeGrasse, Gatlin, Gillespie, Curley, Norman, uh, Sembine, and Young. All of those guys are going to be uh, racing in this race. And then let's talk about the women's side. For the women's side, we have Daniel, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, Sharika Jackson, Kambiri, Oliver, Shikari Richardson, uh, Thompson, Harar, and Tolu. So we have what is going to be the best race, I think, of the entire year happening right here. And who's going to win? I mean, with the men, any of these people could win. You could tell me any of these people could win, and same with the women's side. Like, we have the, the, the race that we wanted to have at the Olympics, um, but we were robbed of because of what was going on with the, with uh, the Shakari Richardson situation. And so now we're finally seeing it back. We have all three of those Jamaican uh, athletes that swept the 100 meter final. They're all coming back here and we're going to be seeing Shakari Richardson making her debut since she uh, tested positive for, for cannabis uh, earlier on in the year at the Olympic trials. And so we're finally getting that race that everybody wants. And on the men's side, um, we're getting a race that we wanted to see in the finals. Like if you were to tell me that, um, that hey, this is a race that we're going to be seeing in, what, August. And it's, you know, Bramel, Baker, DeGrasse, Gatlin, Gillespie, Curley, all those names. Be like, yeah, it sounds like it's probably going to be the Olympic final. It's like, oh, no, the, that's not that's not going to be it, actually. Um, that's going to be Prefontaine. Be like, Holy crap. Well, I'm super excited to see that. Uh, big, big, inter I guess, interesting storylines from the, the 100s alone. We have uh, Norman running the 100 for the first time this year. Uh, I'm wondering if he's taking a page out of Curly's book, who's also running in this. He saw, huh, well, Fred Curly just got a silver medal in the 100. And I got fifth place in the 400 at the Olympics. Should I be looking at the 100 a little bit more closely? Should I be maybe actually trying to do this 1-200 or, or the 200-400 double like everyone, like a lot of these other sprinters are going, going with? I think it's going to be a trend. Like you heard it here first. I was talking about it last week. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw it. I think that uh, Curly is showing that this is going to be a new trend of having 400 meter sprinters really trying out to be the 100 and trying to you know extend their dominance. Because I'm thinking we're going to see more people trying that double than we have in the past. Um, one name that you've noticed is uh, Lant Jacobs. He is not running uh, the Olympic champion. Uh, he's actually decided he will be taking off the remainder of the season. 
season. Uh, he mentioned that he had something going on with his knee. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with him. Uh, so, yeah, the, the reigning Olympic champion will not be in this race. That's really the only name that would have loved to see in here. Uh, probably Noah Lyles would have been great. Would have loved to see Noah Lyles in this. But otherwise, like... These, this is exactly who I would like to see in, in a 100. This is pretty much my dream 100 race, and so I'm super excited for this happening this upcoming weekend. Uh, I got to make my bets now because then by the time the next episode comes out, the results would have already happened. So I'm going with, on the men's side, I think Curly's going to get it. I mean, he is just on another level mentally, I think, that other people can't get after. Um, we're seeing, um, what's his name, Bramel is doing really well. He's tweeting out crazy times. He's tweeting out 9.38. Like, does he, is he saying he's running 9.38 in practice? If he is running 9.38 in practice, or he thinks he's going to run a 9.38 here, like, that is demolishing the world record. That would be the biggest change in a world record that we've seen, even bigger than what we saw with Warholm earlier on this year at the Olympic Games. Because he'd be dropping it from, what is it, 9.58 to 9.38, taking .2 seconds off in a 100-meter race? That doesn't make any sense. That would be crazy. Um, so I'm thinking the the top three is going to be Curly, uh, DeGrasse, Bramel, and then I think we're going to have... Uh, Michael Norman with fourth, Ronnie Baker fifth, Gatlin sixth, Sambine seventh, Isaiah Young eighth. Um, who am I missing? Oh, and G uh, Gillespie. I guess Gillespie seventh and then Young. Um, Sambine eighth, Young ninth. Uh, on the women's side, I'm thinking that uh, it's going to be between Thompson Haraj, Carrie Richardson. Um, I'm going with Shakari Richardson because sh it m this race means more to Shikari than it does to anyone else in this entire race. Like there's no one at this meet that has a more meaningful race or more meaningful competition than Shikari Richardson. This is the world to her because she was not able to compete at the Olympics. So this is her Olympic games. And luckily she's competing against the three that won the medals. So this is essentially going to be like, Hey, if you can beat all three of these other, you know, Jamaican women, Perfect. There you go. You could have gotten gold in Tokyo. If they beat you, you come in second, third, or worst case scenario, you come in fourth. Oh man, that's going to be tough. And so this is going to be a big, big race for Shakara Richardson. Uh, you know, for Shelly Ann, you know, Harar, uh, Thompson Harar, uh, and you know, Jackson, it, it doesn't mean much. I mean, I'm sure they want to win. They don't want, they, they're hearing so much about, Richardson, they want to kind of just shut it up, but I'm sure this doesn't mean anywhere near as much that as it does to Chicago Richardson. Uh, we do still have a lot of other great races that are going to be coming up. So um, other things that I'm looking forward to, uh, we have in the mile, uh, Centrowitz, Chariot, Hoare, and then both of the Ingerbritsen brothers, or two of the Ingerbritsen brothers are going to be running in the mile. Uh, my bet is going to be Jakob Ingerbritsen is going to win that. Uh, in the shot put, we have the top three throwers from the Olympics, uh, Krauser, Kovacs, and Walsh. And then we also have uh, Hill of the United States coming in. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we saw those three go, you know, same thing, Krauser, Kovacs, Walsh. Um, but Hill, Hill could be a sneaky guy. I mean, he's had some good personal bests. He didn't perform as well as he wanted to, um, you know, I think at the, what, at the Olympics or at the, um, the trials, but yeah, I'm sure that, uh, you know, he's going to want to, he, he could perform pretty well. Um, 
On the women's side, outside of the, the 100, we have the 800 with uh, Grace, Moe, Ghoul, uh, Rogers, and Wilson. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Grace takes this because she didn't qualify for the Olympics. And then she ran a 157 the next day, right after the trials, essentially. Not the next day, the next week. And so... I'm thinking that she is going to have the best race here. I mean, Mo obviously she has the best person, the best personal best, but she also is coming off of running a very long collegiate season. This race doesn't mean really anything for her except she's collecting money because you know she she's getting appearance fees now that she's professional. So this race doesn't mean very much to Mo. I think. I think this means a lot to Grace, uh, very similar to how this means a lot to Richardson. So I'm thinking. Grace is going to be taking it here. Um, now, we don't have all... By the time I'm recording this, we do not have the entire start lists. So we have... Uh, there's a few other start lists that we're waiting for with the other events. Uh, triple jump and um, other, I think, pole vault, other field events and some other racing events we're still waiting on. But uh, when those come out, um, you'll be able to, to take a look at it. And if you want to see my predictions, uh, look on my Instagram and I will talk about those for sure. Uh, now the times, uh, it's a Friday night and Saturday event. Um, Friday night are, I don't know if all of it's going to be televised on Friday, um, but they do have that going on Saturday. If you're looking for the 100, that is going to be started at 451 East coast time, uh, 151 local time. Uh, so you take a look at when that's going to be, I believe it's NBC that is going to be, uh, doing that event. So, so take a look there. Um, Next story that we have going on. So if you're if you're taking a look at Twitter as well, this is another story that that probably popped up for you, uh, and that is Usain Bolt versus Tyreek Hill. So obviously Usain Bolt, biggest name in track and field history. Uh, Tyreek Hill, a notable wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they're always going back and forth. Who's going to be the who is the true fastest person alive? Uh, Tyreek Hill, he's probably the, one of the fastest, if not the fastest, uh, NFL player, and Usain Bolt, you know, world record holder. And so they they've been picking fights with each other. Everyone's name, you know, is talking one and one and one and one, and um, and so Usain Bolt challenged Tyreek Hill to a race, seventy meter race. So they're Hill was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I think Hill would win in a 40-yard dash because obviously he's got, you know, that 40-yard speed, that's what he does. Um, and Usain Bolt would obviously win in the 100 because he's former world record holder. Sure, he hasn't competed, um, you know, since 2017, but it's not like he's going to be running uh, a 10-5 by now. Like, he's still going to be very fast. So they, they kind of met in the middle with the 70-meter race uh, that Usain Bolt um, you know, set up. And so, uh, on the line though, this isn't just like some random race. Uh, Usain Bolt said that he's going to put his Olympic gold medal on the line. Uh, if Tyree kill puts his super bowl ring on the line for, for who's going to win this race. Um, this is supposed to be happening the week after the super bowl. So sometime in mid February. Um, but I don't think this is going to happen. Bolt doesn't even think this is going to happen. He says, yeah, we proposed this, but I'm all in. I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to do it. Uh, I hope that it happens. I mean, we saw uh, we, for the first time DK Metcalf running in a race this summer. So wouldn't be too surprised if they do end up trying to do this thing. Um, I think it's not going to be around that February time frame. I, would, I wouldn't be too surprised if it's happening you know, sometime in the summer next year. Uh, because that's just going to make more time, you know, with 
you know, the, the track schedules and everything like that. So I wouldn't be too surprised if next summer we see that race. So don't hold your tongue. It's not going to be happening anytime soon. Just got announced. Um, and then we just recently saw that four athletes uh, had failed or were notified that they um, you know, failed anti-doping rules from the Olympics. The, uh, the most, excuse me, <laughs> the most notable one is... Shinguda Yuja, I butchered the heck out of that name, so sorry, Uh, 100-meter sprinter from Great Britain. He was actually a part of the uh, silver medal team on the the men's 4x1, and so this means that that entire 4x1 doesn't mean anything. They they don't they would get their medals stripped. And so right now they're obviously going going through that appeals process and seeing if they you know what's going on. Things have just been reported and. If this is true, I mean, this is super heartbreaking for everyone on that 4 by one because, I mean, th- like, getting testing positive for banned substance or doping or whatever is bad, and I think it's terrible. I think it's even worse when you're affecting your teammates on this because this isn't like you're just affecting other people that, you know, you don't care about really, you know. You're affecting your teammates, the people that you compete with, you train with, your countrymen. And you're rip like you know that you're cheating, right? And you know if you get caught that you're going to be not only taking away your medal, but you're going to be taking away everyone else's medal. And you still do it. It's like to me that's even worse than if you're just cheating and affecting non, you know, non people because you're affecting a whole bunch more. And it's like after the race is like really like you did all of this. And we get our medals taken away. Like, thanks a lot. And so, this is awful. Um, we'll have to see as the story develops. They have plenty of time. But um, it should be should be interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be this episode of Track World News. Uh, I am super excited for the uh, Prefontaine Classic. I wish there were more Diamond League, re- Diamond League meets. Uh, and just other major kind of meets happening in the United States. Heck, I really wish they were on the East Coast. Like, if something was in Florida, New York, shoot, Pennsylvania, I wish it was at UPenn. Like, I, I wish there was some more that were happening here. Unfortunately, we don't, um, but maybe sometime in the future. So uh, that's going to be super exciting. Make sure you tune in. It's going to be a very, very good race. Um, also, if you didn't know, we have our interviews back. They are happening on Saturdays. We recently, uh, this past Saturday, uh, had Jalen Slade, national record holder in the Indoor 200. He was on with us. Uh, and then we have some more interviews coming up this upcoming week. Don't want to spoil just yet. Um, some people that we're going to be having, some uh, some very standout High school athletes that were, you know, some of the best in the entire nation. We have some Olympic medalists coming on um, and some other really big personalities in the track and field space. So make sure that you tune in. It should be very, very exciting. Um, With that, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Track World News. Uh, If you want more content, go and follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We post daily clips updates, news, results, pictures, graphics, things like that, uh, stuff that you're going to definitely love. Um, Also, make sure that you leave a like, subscribe, leave a review on the show. It takes five seconds, and it means the world to me. Uh, So we'd definitely love to see that support. Uh, Otherwise, have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.